get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. I'm Michelle Smallman. Randy Carriker is off today. It's his birthday. But the great Dan McLaughlin is oh boy. Si- sitting in for Randy. And we've been talking a lot of Cardinals baseball today. But let's talk about a program with a lot of excitement and a lot of hope surrounding it this season in the Mizzou Tigers football program. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. We're going to chat with Chris Gervino from the Tiger Radio Network. He's their football sideline reporter and their basketball color analyst. Chris, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, and happy birthday to Randy. Gets the day off. Good for him. Yeah, he's taking today and tomorrow off, just going wild Whoa, oh, for his slacker. birthday. <laughs> wild yeah, more work for Danny Mac and Michelle. You really got to lead the way now. Okay? I know. You bet. I'm trying, Chris. I'm trying. <laughs> but as I mentioned, there's a lot of excitement and hope surrounding this Mizzou football program. Eli Drinkwitz, he really exceeded expectations, giving all of the obstacles that the program had to deal with last year in 2020. He's been doing a great job on the recruitment trail but what do you think is a realistic expectation that we should set for this program what's the bar that you're going to measure this mizzou football program success against you know it'd be interesting i I think certainly they expect to have a winning season overall you know you have the return of the quote-unquote usual type schedule with four non-conference games and uh, you know one of them especially could be potentially tricky at boston college uh They've got a pretty good quarterback, had about a 500 team last year. But the other three, really, Missouri will be favored to win, obviously, at home with uh, Central Michigan and Southeast uh, Missouri coming in and even North Texas. So that gives them, you know, I think, more opportunity, obviously, for wins. you got to go out and do it, but they'll be favored. And then the SEC, I mean, they, they've got, obviously, a, a pretty challenging set of uh, eight games. But, you know, there are a lot of returning players, I think, is a reason for optimism, uh, so many guys, meaning seniors from last year's team that obviously could have left, decided to come back, you know, and take that extra year that was made available to them because of the COVID times that we've been in. And uh, I was really kind of impressed, even a little surprised by that, because as you guys know, it's such a physical and grueling sport. But almost every one of them uh, decided to come back, which I think says a lot about, you know, their affection for Coach Drinkwitz and their they're wanting to do something special, but I'm talking, you know, starters on each side of the ball on the offensive and defensive line, wide receiver, uh, even the punter, Grant McKinnis, who was really solid for them. So, you know, they've really got a wealth of experience coming back, and that includes quarterback Connor Bazelak, who's a young guy, but really emerged 
to be pretty darn good last year. How about, uh, you know, Luther Burden is an interesting name. So he is a wide receiver, as you know, Chris, from East St. Louis. He decommits from Oklahoma. He's the third uh, top wide receiver to decommit from Oklahoma in the 2022 uh, cycle. And there's a lot of talk that Mizzou is in on him and maybe the favorite to get him. What are you hearing about that? Yeah, well, I think they are certainly in the mix. You know, I, I know. I guess Oklahoma's not necessarily completely out of it, but Mizzou and Georgia, and you know, I'm here, but I've certainly seen video of him. <laughs> he sure looks the part, and is highly regarded. And you know, that is, um, you know, I think that speaks to Drinkwitz and his staff. I mean, they're just nonstop with the recruiting and the energy, and I think in a lot of cases the connectivity to these younger players and. As you both know, that's where it all starts at the collegiate level with the recruitment and then the development. But, uh, no, he I mean, he never stops. Uh, the, the time I've been around Drinkwitz, I mean, he's always, uh, you know, working phones and, and recruiting and on his phone <laughs> and connecting. And, I mean, he, he gets it, and he certainly plays the game uh, really well. So I think that's, you know, the reason for enthusiasm about that potential recruit and, and certainly others. I mean, they really work at it. He's got a, a staff that's just nonstop and, and really wants to get things done. So the recruiting has been rated pretty well so far, as you know. They've got to go out and do it on the field. But, but no, that that was big news, obviously, here this week when, when that young man uh, decommitted from OU and, uh, you know, has Missouri apparently among his uh, possible destinations. Chris Trevino joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line from the Tiger Radio Network talking Mizzou football. And uh, Chris, earlier, in, I think maybe last week or the week before, we spoke to Mizzou quarterback Connor Bazelock, and we talked to him about the fact that he became the starter last season, but what it was like knowing this entire offseason that he was going to enter this year as QB1, and he talked to us about how that continuity was really great for him. But it feels like he has a great opportunity to make that next step in here, step here in his career excuse me, and really be someone that people are going to pay attention to in the SEC. Right. I think the reason, as I mentioned you know, earlier, for a lot of the optimism is, is right there with him, number eight. Uh, Bazelak is just so solid. He's so steady and uh, even keel with his demeanor. You know, I describe him as, as mature for his age. He's still a, a younger player, obviously, by classification, but been around a couple of years and I, you know, I think probably even when I spoke with Dan around this time last year, we were, I'm sure, talking about the quarterback. And Sean Robinson was the guy coming in from TCU, a, a transfer. But I just, I really had a feeling about Bazelak. Uh, maybe just, I got one right there, just watching him. He's just so steady and just doesn't make mistakes and just kind of took care of business. And I, I got to tell you, I just was not surprised. And that's nothing against any of the other guys, but I just was not surprised this kid took over because uh, being around him as as much as I can be, you know, with my role, you just kind of, you see, and, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the it factor. I mean, he's a quieter guy, at least publicly, but he just is calm and in control. And there was just something about him watching him. I just thought, you know, this guy's going to be the quarterback. I really believe that. He had a great first year. Now all that could change going forward. But but I think, if anything, it's just going to change for the better. I just believe in him, and I think he's just got a great demeanor and, and mindset and persona, if you will, for that spot. We're talking to the recently retired television personality, Chris Trevino, but still Missouri fans. He will be on the broadcast for football and uh, basketball. Thank goodness. So um, how about the new AD and just your thoughts on the timing of this and, and what she brings to the program? 
Right. Well, it was a surprise, I think, with the move when they really let go. Uh, Jim Sturt is what happened. It was not, you know, Jim's decision. It was obviously made by Moon Choi, who's now the president of the entire University of Missouri system, in addition to being the chancellor of the MU campus. So he wields a lot of power and clearly wants to take the school uh, to a, a higher level, uh, certainly athletically. I, th- I thought Jim was a real solid, stable guy, good guy, did a did a good job, but I think they think now that you know the stakes are even higher in the always tough SEC with Oklahoma and Texas soon to be aboard. They really realize they've got to, you know, move onward and upward, and that's a thought. I didn't know much about the uh, the new lady, of course, coming in, uh, Desiree Reed Francois from UNLV. I pretty much knew her name and where she was, but obviously start studying the, the resume and see she's accomplished a lot. She was really impressive at the introductory news conference last week so it's certainly a, a bold move as uh, as joy said he wanted to make and uh, obviously uh, uh new times here at missouri so i know she was at some sec meetings only the huge haven't had a chance to really talk to her directly uh, other than the, the quick uh, moments at the press conference there so we look uh, forward to, to the future but but it was kind of abrupt it was all done so quickly within two weeks time and of course, now we're just two weeks out from football, so she will hit the road running. Chris, I think Mizzou has a great opportunity here, not only bringing in Desiree Reed Francois, and I know that the the university cited the fact that they want to take the next step in the SEC and really be a force within the SEC, but college football, the landscape of college football has has shifted so much this offseason with name, image, likeness, and when you look at Mizzou wanting to take that step in the SEC, it's always going to be very tough to match an Alabama or an LSU or a Georgia, but it seems like taking the pathway of being an innovative program when it comes to really servicing your players when it comes to name image likeness could be something that Mizzou could really use to kind of carve their niche in the SEC and and be a force there well it is a whole new frontier so to speak and you know different times than than I've ever seen in all these years uh covering Mizzou and and being around so you hope they can take advantage of that and and, and work it to their benefit and obviously that's the idea you know it's go, it's going to be tough I mean obviously you see Alabama and the talks of this kid uh, young the quarterback with potential of eight hundred thousand uh, dollars with this NIL possibilities you know I don't know that that's out there for Mizzou I'm not sure how many athletes frankly will benefit uh, from this across the board certainly some will and I think your headliners will and in the major sports but I think you kind of raised the question yourself, Michelle, you know, uh, can Mizzou, you know, match some of the other schools? And maybe they don't have to match the, the biggest schools in the league, but can they at least use that to their advantage and move forward? And and really only time will tell. I mean, it's just a guessing game. It's so new, but it'll be interesting to see if Mizzou, you know, has a, a group of uh, supporters, so to speak, or business people that can make that attractive. Because let's face it, that's all going to be a part of recruiting now because these possibilities are out there in a kids see they can go to Alabama or the Clemson quarterback I saw has a, a huge lucrative deal now. I mean, you know, these things are out there. They're they're out in the open. They're public. They're legal, so to speak. It's, it's fair game. So can Mizzou uh, take advantage of that? Uh, you know, again, I think that's one of the, the newer things, the new AD and, and folks around the program are really going to try to figure out and use to their benefit. What are they doing to be innovative? Have you heard anything that is maybe outside the box or something that caught your attention to, to be uh, up to date or even ahead of the game with name, image, and likeness at Mizzou? 
Yeah, you know, I'll have to get back to you on that, Dan, because I think we're still in the early stages of that. But just trust me when I say Drinkwitz is all over that stuff. I mean, he is sure. so sharp. And, you know, my my great line about, about him that I'd say just about every interview is, the guy's such a bright mind. You know, he didn't play college football. At Arkansas Tech, he was the student body president. I mean, he is a thinker and an innovator. And along those lines, you know, maybe that's good for the program. And, and that's why I think kind of now they match the athletic director with the football coach, so to speak, and that uh, same uh, uh, background, you know, maybe thinking outside the box because she's been innovative. And, and again, I, I thought it was pretty clear. And we'll see, you know, talk is cheap, but what are you going to do? But, but both the university president and the AD, you know, talked about – um, making changes, you know, and, and, and the status quo is not good enough. And, uh, you know, I thought, again, really from, from the president, uh, Troy, maybe more so than AD talked about, uh, not his exact words, but throwing down the gauntlet and, and that, uh, you know, we're going to rock the boat, so to speak. And I really think they've got uh, great goals in mind. Are they realistic, achievable? I don't know, but I suppose you have to at least dream them first. He's Chris Gervino from the Tiger Radio Network. You can tune in to him and hear his great work as you listen to Mizzou football this upcoming season. Chris, great information. Thanks so much for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot. Good to be with you both. All right, Chris. Good to be with you, too. Have a good Thank day. You, what's re- I, I got to ask you, though, what, what is retirement like? How has it been for you? You know, since you asked, I'm going to tell you the type of guy I am. And your wonderful producer, Emily, could even vouch for me because I said I need to be done by 10. I'm going to the football field. They're having a a scrimmage this morning. So it's not like I'm just sitting here playing 36 holes of golf every day. That's your fault. Every weekend. (laughs) Well, that is my problem. I know. So, you know, uh, and the days still fly. You'd be amazed. Time flies. You keep busy. So, but I'm very fortunate because I'm involved, as you mentioned, with the Mizzou Broadcasting that keeps me busy and i i still work at it a little bit because we're going to football right now awesome so there dan <laughs> all right well enjoy retirement chris yeah that doesn't sound like uh, retirement to me chris you've got no a lot kidding. a lot you have going on get a life <laughs> <laughs> well i've been told that by many for many yes, years you have <laughs> you're uh, late to the party there <laughs> thanks, guys. thanks. thanks chris. <laughs> again that's chris Gervino, tiger radio network talking with you football and hi this is chris howard host of plugged in with chris howard the college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.